listening to Tech Central's Cars and Gadgets, the podcast that looks at the latest gizmos from smartphones to cars. Yes, cars and everything in between. I'm Duncan McLeod and I'm here, of course, with Nafisa Akabor. How's it, Nafisa? Hi, Duncan. So you were in Cape Town earlier this week, lucky devil, for a Mercedes-Benz vehicle launch of the new A-Class. Um, that's Merck's entry-level model. Um, I've always imagined it to be kind of aimed at soccer moms. Is that a fair assessment? No, I think that's completely incorrect. It's more um, for for the younger generation, probably without kids, because given the size of the boot. And um, it's similar to the One Series from BMW. Oh, the One Series. Okay, yeah. so it's a hatchback. Yes, it is uh, one of those hot hatches. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of my favorite segment of car. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and uh, so what, what are your thoughts of the car? Is it uh, nippy? And uh, what's what's different with the new one compared to the old one? It is nippy. Uh, this time around, they've only got two models, just the A200 and the A250 Sport. Um, I love driving it around because I do like compact cars. And they, it's the newer model, they say, is 30% quieter in the cabin, which, yeah, I mean, like it wasn't very noisy. It was a smooth, comfortable drive. We drove around the Western Cape, Stellenbosch, Franschhoek side. It was it was good. I mean, I had no complaints. I love driving it. It's quite a good-looking car. I was having a look at some pictures that you sent me, and it's um, it's had quite a makeover uh, from earlier versions of the, the A-Class. Incidentally, they did show the, on, on the presentation the very first model and how um, it wasn't taken very well. Well, there were some comments around it, but it has definitely evolved to look and like it looks amazing now. It looks a lot sexier. Yes. Mm, mm. But uh, we're uh, we're talking about this car not because it's a new vehicle launch per se, but because it employs some interesting voice assistant technology. Uh, now we all know about voice assistants thanks to the Google Assistant on Android and Apple's Siri. Is this Mar- is this Merck's answer to that? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's the smartest voice assistant for a car, and uh, Mercedes decided to come up with their own. They're actually the first manufacturer to do so. Okay. The first manufacturer in the world to have its own voice assistant. That's right. Wow. Okay. Um, so I suppose the obvious question is why should I use this over my phone's assistant, which is often paired to my car stereo via Bluetooth? Yeah. So obviously with the car, Mercedes having its own assistant, you can ask and get more car-related queries. So mm-hmm. aside from playing your music, texting and calling, which you obviously can do on CarPlay and Android Auto, the car now, Mercedes, will tell you, how much of range you have left, or uh, open your sunroof, put the seat uh, heating on, that kind of thing. And, okay, so yeah. it's more aimed at controlling controlling the vehicle. Can I can I use this uh, software though to um, to do general searches? For example, if I want to know what Mercedes Benz's share price is, could I ask it that? I'm. I haven't actually asked it, but I did see there might be a web browser option. You could search for things, but I'm not sure if it's on that level of. Um, the questioning. So you might, you're probably going to want to use this in conjunction with your phone paired to your um, stereo system. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. Because I'm, I mean, I must say, whenever I'm driving around now, I like to to keep up with what's going on with the price of Bitcoin or the dollar dollar rand exchange rate or uh, shares that I'm invested in. And I drive down the road. I'm not going to say the words here because there's phones everywhere. But I, yeah. I, I say the um, what were the trigger words to bring up the assistant on my yeah. Android phone, and um, and I simply ask it, you know, what is uh, what is the Bitcoin price right now? Yeah. And it reads it to me, uh, which I find incredibly useful. I don't have to touch my phone at all. The thing is, I think there could be a possibility that you could do that because the Mercedes Me app has like the TripAdvisor app, so you can ask it about hotels. I think similarly, you could have like news apps and uh, market related apps. 
Okay. So it doesn't seem so far-fetched. Right. Uh, but this is the first iteration of the technology yes. anyway, so no doubt there's going to be plenty more to come. It's software not, updates. The, it offers soft, over-the-air software updates, does it? Yes, that's right. So you can, uh, and it has an embedded SIM, so you can just update it from probably your garage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, how, how does it work exactly? How do you call it up? You just say, hey, Mercedes, well, if you're in South Africa, and uh, obviously it responds to anything like wherever you are. Like if you're in Spain, you can say, hola, Mercedes. Even if you say the word Mercedes without saying, hey, mm-hmm. it will pick you up. Like when we were driving in Cape Town, I was chatting to my driver and we just mentioned the word Mercedes and the assistant came up and said, yes, like, how can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, same it's very with, sensitive. Yeah. Same problem with, uh, with the Google assistant. Yes. Uh, I always laugh when, on, on, um, when I'm listening to a podcast and someone says those trigger words and suddenly the phone's <laughs> Same when I'm watching YouTube videos, I have to mute my assistants and my speakers. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it, is, it is something they try, need to try and sort out because uh, uh, it, it does happen more often than you. Um, I mean, I'm having a conversation with my wife some evenings and I don't think I've even said a trigger word and Google Assistant pops up and says, how can I help you? That happened to me and my husband. We were chatting about something and just randomly Alexa decided to respond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes me a bit nervous that these things are listening all the time. Yeah. One makes you wonder exactly what these companies are listening for. Uh, are they saving conversations about uh, things we talk about and keywords? And next thing you know, there's an ad on your phone because you happen to mention pizza in a discussion with your friend. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> but they are useful as well. Um, so I leave mine. I'd have, I have chosen to leave mine on. But um, so it's the Mercedes. Um, Assistant, is it called? Uh, Mercedes-Benz User Experience, MBUX. Oh, couldn't, is what they, couldn't they have come up with something <laughs> more interesting than that? I mean, you could say MBUX. I've heard that, but I don't like what that sounds like. I would say MBUX. MBUX. That's uh, Fagila Mbalula, <laughs> minister of, uh, former Minister of Police. Inside uh, your car. <laughs> uh, MBUX. MBUX. Or um, just Hey Mercedes, I suppose. Hey Mercedes. Could just say it. Yeah. Mercedes Assistant. I suppose Google doesn't have a name for its assistant either. Yeah. Um, there's Cortana on, on Microsoft, Alexa on Amazon, and Siri on Apple. I think they should name these things. I agree. I think they should name these things. But boring not to. But then you change your voice to male or female, and then I got people say, oh, your Siri is a female. Oh, your Siri is male. <laughs> you know? <laughs> there's always that issue as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Michelle, and some man speaks. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so I mean, how was it? Was it a, a, a clean experience? Did it work every time? So initially, if it doesn't know anything about you, you, you would get sort of, it, it takes a while to get to know you, I should rather say. Yeah. So when I sat in the car with the Mercedes um, tech guy who has been using it for a while, the assistant responded differently to him than he did to me. And that was because he spoke to it for a full day or two before me. Oh, right. So that's normal because obviously it knows who he is and based on the question he asked. So it does take a while to to adjust before she learns to you. But overall, I think it's, I loved it. I think it's the way forward. And it, it definitely understands your accent. You just sometimes need to speak a bit, so, uh, like make sure your words are clear. Mm-hmm. But I found it did understand. It's the same with any assistant, really. You, yes. can't, you can't mumble to it because it won't know what you're saying. And I think they wouldn't bring it to a market if it's not going to understand your accent. Have they done any specific localization to understand local accents? So at launch, they did say it could understand up to four languages out of the 11, but I didn't get the four, what they were. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, okay. For so South they've, they've done quite a bit of work. I presume one of them is Afrikaans. Possibly. Um, Afri- uh, Afrikaans, uh, Isi Zulu and Isi Kosa. Get the click right. Probably. Um, I'd imagine. But that's interesting. So they are, they are doing some, some proper localization of the, yeah. of the app, if I can call For it For the market, app. yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so your views, is it, it has potential, you think? Is it safe to use? So um, I think it definitely, it definitely is safer to use rather than fiddling with your phone or touching stuff. Yeah. I mean, normally you see um, the phone, uh, cars are just coming out with it. There's a whole bunch of screens. Okay, sure, the Mercedes inside the cabin now has two 10.25 touchscreens. 10.25 inch touchscreen side by side so the cabin looks very futuristic yeah. for this thing and it's standard with, on both models so I think it's safer to, to interact with it via speech there are four methods to control the whole system I know it sounds a bit overwhelming mm-hmm. like you can touch the actual screen with your finger You can there's a touchpad at the bottom by the gear and on the steering wheel so that could be overwhelming for some But and, and you could just use your voice so I found that it um it was simple to use and easy to understand. And you just say, hey, Mercedes, if you want something. Yeah. It seems so natural, the way forward. Like if you are using a, a smart assistant on your phone, it's the same thing now in your car. Yes, yes. To make a call or to text somebody, it understands you. Mm. So one of the most annoying things I find when I'm in the car is I need to find a radio station to listen to. And um, I've got some presets, but perhaps sometimes I want to listen to a station that isn't there can i can i control the radio fully with my voice can i tell it um i want to listen to 91.8 or whatever it is so it was a bit of a hit and miss with that uh, between my driving partner and i sometimes it understood us sometimes it didn't but i found it understood us better when we said the name of the radio station mm-hmm. for example we said switch to good Hope F- fm and it did mm-hmm. but uh, yeah i'm not sure the numbers so much I okay. um like my driving partner did ask for a number and it did not pick up. But it knows the names of the radio stations. Yes. Oh, that's pretty good. Like it switched to Metro FM, Five FM, I think, and Good oh, no, I think that's how most people would want to do it. They want yeah. to choose the name to of the station. station. Most yeah. people don't know that it happens to be on eighty nine dot three FM. Yes. Um. So that's pretty good. That's pretty useful. So that was useful. Yes. Mm. Just driving and changing. Yeah. So what else did you? Um. We're gonna we're gonna play some audio clips in a moment. Um. But what else? What else? What you, what would really impressed you about what it can do? Um, I I I like that I could turn the seat warmers on and open the the roof blinds because it's something when you're driving you just think, hey, I want to do this, but I, I don't want to fidget like you know and press mm. buttons and take my eyes off the road. So I managed to get the sunroof open and to change the heating. It was a, a bit cold on the day we were driving, so we tested out the heat functioning. It just happened to switch the heat seating to the highest setting. Yeah. So I'm not sure yet whether there's an option to say, hey, put it on the lowest mode, but um, it just took it straight up to the max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you say? Hey Mercedes, where's the nearest BMW dealership? <laughs> yeah, she she was silent. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yes, actually, I, did. I didn't record that though. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> at least she didn't swear at you. No, she's not programmed to she's, do that. She's not uh, that nasty. No. <laughs> well, let's listen to a few of those audio clips. We've got a couple of uh, selected ones here, um, and have a listen um, for yourself what this uh, Mercedes M Bucks M B U X platform can do. Hey Mercedes. How can I help you? Can you fly? I'm sorry. I can't operate the magic sky control function at the moment. Hey Mercedes. How can I help you? Switch passenger heat seating on. I'm switching on the seat heating on the front passenger seat. Hey Mercedes. What do you want to do? When is the next service? The next service is due in 19,687 kilometers. Hey Mercedes. How can I help you? Play in my feelings.
Yeah, I mean that's uh, that sounded um, that sounded pretty good. I think um, it's pretty much in line with what I'd expect um, the Google Assistant or Siri to be able to do. Exactly, I was mm. very impressed with it as a first generation product. It works really well, and I think. Also, maybe, I mean, if it doesn't work for you, sometimes you just try again because it is still learning. Like you could ask it the same question more than once and it, you know, it'll pick up once or it won't pick up the next time. You just need to be mm. clear in your speech. But overall, I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how, how does this work? I mean, this obviously has an Internet connection. Um, is there a SIM card embedded in the car? There actually is a SIM card embedded in the car when you buy it. Um, it's of no cost to the driver, though. Mercedes South Africa told me that the SIM card is from the Netherlands. I think it could be an orange SIM. They couldn't confirm. Mm-hmm. But it roams on Vodacom in South Africa. And Mercedes just pays for the whatever data you're using. But interestingly enough, it's only meant to be used um, when you're driving, like when you say, hey, Mercedes. Mm-hmm. You can't turn it into a Wi-Fi hotspot and use it with your own device. It's solely for the car system. I'm sure. I'm sure. But like, yeah. but like the Kindle that works um, across markets, it's yes. really just designed for downloading books. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Is it an embedded SIM or is it an actual SIM card? I'd imagine they'd do an embedded SIM, otherwise people would be trying to steal it. Yeah, they it. did say it was embedded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's the intelligent voice assistant on Mercedes's new A-Class. Interesting that it's coming to their entry-level product uh, or vehicle first, not uh, one of the higher-end Mercs. I wonder what the reason is for that. Yeah, I think they may be trying to appeal. I hate the word millennial, but I'm saying that with air quotes. <laughs> They're trying to just appeal to the younger generation who's more mm. natural to go to with the voice system, you know? Right. More intuitive with that. So not, not soccer moms, as uh, I suggested no. earlier in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. But um, similarly, like the car can be overwhelming when you get into it and you don't know what what anything means or what it can do so i just want to quickly touch on the mercedes uh, hey mercedes app sure it allows you no sorry my mistake i think it's mercedes me Oh, well, uh, sorry, I'll get the name for you properly, but you just basically download the app and you hold the phone, once it's paired, you hold the phone in front of the cabin and using augmented reality, it tells you what everything is. So if you don't know what that is, you touch it, uh, a whole bunch of numbers come up and you can go further into it. So you don't need to read a manual. So it's not overwhelming. If you're buying this kind, you feel there's too much tech, just download the app. It's like the user manual using AR on your phone with an app. So you can just, you'll just know immediately what everything does if you just tap the right button. Fantastic. That's a great idea. I wish all car manufacturers would do that. Yeah, because, I mean, who reads the manual? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Who knows where it is? (laughs) No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) There are geeks out there who read manuals, but we're we're not among them. No. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, do you think this is going to come to all cars down the line? I think it's very interesting. I think it could be, actually. It seems to be the way forward because if now Mercedes has it, why wouldn't another? It's not like smartphones where you only have uh, Android and it can be across every smartphone. Yeah. Each, I think manufacturers could be taking this route because it seems natural progression. Everybody's now speaking to their voice assistants or their smart speakers in their homes. So why not just do it in your car? Yeah, it makes sense. I uh, I can just imagine that this is also um, a helpful step in the move towards autonomous vehicles. Um, you get in the back seat of your car in the morning, or in you know in a robo taxi, uh, and you simply say, "Hey, Ford," or "Hey, Mercedes." Uh, I want to go to the Saturn Convention Center and your car takes you and that's all you have to do. Yes, that's all you have to do. And mm. it's also one more thing quickly. It's, I just want to quickly note that 
if the while you're driving and if the passenger says something like turn off or on the ESP, it won't turn on. So it's very restricted to certain things that won't affect the driver. So drivers don't have to worry about uh, passengers or someone in the back just randomly turning se- uh, specific functions on and off. So you have to, them. Oh, you have to enroll your voice in the system. No, right? so that's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. It just uh, the functions that it's programmed to understand and to do. Yeah. So it's basic things to make your driving comfort more easier, like turn on the lights, the mood lighting, adjust the seat heating, not things like turn it off or on the ESP, you know? something that will affect your driving on the road that could be hazardous. You cannot change, toggle those functions. I see. So even you as the driver can't do that? Yes, you can't. Uh, For some reason, while we were driving, I asked it to put the back wipers on and it said it couldn't do that at the time. So maybe you needed to be stationary. I'm not sure. I didn't follow up on that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, there's some things you do not want to be do while driving. Yeah. Um, and many cars, I think, when that have electric sunroofs, for example, or convertibles, rather, um, you have to stop the vehicle before you... Or you have to be below a certain amount of kilometers an hour. Yeah. Yeah, but overall, it's safe. It's safe, I mean, you know, to use uh, a voice assistant in your car. But but uh, you raise an interesting point. Um, if you've got a naughty kid sitting in the back seat, can he use his voice to control things? <laughs> yes. If he, yeah, that's going to be problematic probably. If he wants to toggle the heat seating on and off, that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I can see arguments happening here. You know, um, so someone, the wife's not uh, um, happy with the the aircon. Oh, hey yeah. Mercedes, hey Mercedes, no, hey Mercedes, turn it down. Mercedes, turn it up. No, stop. Don't do that. <laughs> that could be problematic. Then you're going to have to pay more and get separate climate control for both sides. Some cars have that. <laughs> <laughs> Brave new world we are going into, isn't it? Very exciting future. (laughs) Speaking of a brave new world, we have a very exciting podcast lined up for our next show. We're going to be... uh we're going to be taking the new BMW i8. Is it convertible or is it a coupe? I think it's a coupe. Coupe, the new BMW i8 coupe. I don't even want to know how much it costs beforehand <laughs> in case something happens. But we will be taking that out for a spin and recording the podcast while we do it. Um, and uh, really looking forward to, to that. I haven't actually been in the i8 before, so really looking forward to that podcast next week with Nafisa. Yes, it's a sexy car. <laughs> Nafisa, it's always great to see you. Uh, remember, you can subscribe to Cars and Gadgets by uh, searching for the show's name or for Tech Central, one word in your favorite podcatcher. Otherwise, all the subscription links you'll ever need are under all our podcast entries on the Tech Central website. Just visit techcentral.co.za and click on the podcast button in the main menu. Until next time, from Nafisa Akabor and myself, Duncan McLeod. Cheers. Bye.